Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God from the Old Testament reading in Isaiah 55. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. This is God's word. Countless Christians take comfort in the idea that God has a plan for them. That they have a purpose. The prophet Jeremiah records the word of the Lord. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil. To give you future and hope. Many Christians have latched on to those words. In the hope that in the middle of what they're going through, in the middle of what they're suffering or in the middle of their struggles or in the middle of things they can't understand, God must have a plan for me. Well, actually, there in Jeremiah, the plan is clear. The Lord was talking to Israel. They would not be decimated when they went off into exile and wiped off the face of the earth. They had a future. They had hope. And of course, we, the church, are Israel. It's, that's who Jeremiah is giving this word to, the church. So it would be kind of a misuse of Jeremiah's words to say, well, the Lord has a plan for me as an individual, because that's not really what Jeremiah's addressing in that text. So what is God's plan for you? What is his purpose for you? Can we even know? Yes, we can. Instead of looking at Jeremiah, who was right before the fall of Jerusalem in roughly the late 7th, early 6th century B.C., we go to Isaiah a couple hundred years earlier. We go to our Old Testament reading, which tells you God's purpose for you. He does indeed, dear friends in Jesus, have a plan for you. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven... And do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall be my word that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty. But it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. You see, when God's people, when you and me are are under attack, when everything around us is falling apart, 
When we can't make sense of the things going on in our lives and in our world, what does the Lord God do? He sends out His Word. His Word that does exactly what He intends for it to do. His Word that is just as reliable as that whole cycle of snow and rain and sun and spring and summer and fall and winter repeating itself, crops growing and then being harvested and then snow covering the earth and the whole cycle repeating itself over and over, it continues year in and year out like clockwork. You can depend on it. And so it is with God's word. The writer to the Hebrews says the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. In other words, the writer to the Hebrews says God's word is like an instrument meant to cut. A sword that cuts you open. That word diagnoses you. It reveals the disease of sin inside you. And it condemns you of those sins. But then it removes that infection. It heals you. It forgives you. It restores you. That word saves you. This is God's plan and purpose for you and what God wants above all things. People who hear his word. That is why Jesus describes God as being like a sower who sows his seed recklessly. Did you catch that in the epistle? A sower went out to sow his seed. Some fell along the path. Some fell on the rock. Some fell among thorns. Some fell into good soil. It's not that this sower isn't good at what he does. Because why would you put seed in places where it has virtually no chance of growing and taking root. Because that's how the Lord God is with his word. He wants all to hear it. Even those who will reject it. Even those who will maybe hear it for a moment and then let the cares of this world steal their joy away. Even those who are overcome by the devil He sends out his word because he wants people to hear it. He wants for you to hear that word that does what it says. And you know what happens when that word is heard, when it's received? People praise God. Creation even praises God. 
as he sends out his word. Going back to our reading from Isaiah, For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. You see, there's a disconnect between what we think we see happening in the world around us and what God is actually doing. We see all the ways in which the world is failing. We see the ways in which our lives are falling apart around us. We see what's broken. And yes, that's real. That's there. But you know what else is happening in that same world? The Lord God is sending out his word. And it's doing exactly what he intends for it to do. And all creation joins with us in praising him for that word that has power to do what it says. I want you to examine what is either going on in your life right now or what you see happening in this great big world around you. And I want to ask you this. Has the word of God at any point ceased to forgive sinners? Has it at any point stopped giving eternal life to those who are dead in their trespasses? Has the word of God at any point stopped assuring us that heaven is ours and that we are redeemed in the blood of Jesus Christ our Lord? Has that stopped for an instant? Of course it hasn't. Isaiah again. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle. And it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. We would expect the fruit of this world, this broken, fallen world, to be thorns and briars, thistle and wasteland, But instead of the thorn comes up the cypress. Instead of the briar comes up the myrtle tree. In the places where we expect barrenness, the Lord God produces paradise. His word doing what it does. What is God's purpose, his plan for this present world? To send out his word. To call sinners out of darkness into the marvelous light of Christ. To share the good news of the cross of Jesus Christ. Of the empty tomb of Jesus Christ. Of the promise to come again of Jesus Christ our Lord. To fill the hopeless with hope. To give peace to those who are distressed.
Because you see, no matter what has happened throughout the pages of history or no matter what darkness shrouds your world in this moment, the Lord sends out his word and it has done, is doing, and will continue to do exactly what he intends. The sinners will be convicted. Sin will be forgiven and removed. Eternal life given. Satan's power broken. Salvation accomplished. The words of Jesus from our Holy Gospel in Luke 8. At the end of the parable when he says, of the seed that falls in good soil. He says, as for that in the good soil, they are those who hearing the word Hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. Where that word is heard by sinners, convicted, struggling, broken, that word of grace that is sufficient for you takes root in your heart and produces fruit. What is your purpose? The Lord God has made you to hear his word and to join creation in praising him. That's why you're here. That's what he intends for you. Isaiah uses this same language earlier in his book in chapter 43. When he again describes creation and people together praising the Lord. Isaiah writes the words of the Lord. The wild beasts will honor me. The jackals and the ostriches. For I give water in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, to give drink to my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself, that they might declare my praise. My dear family in Christ, the word of our Lord has done for you this day exactly what he sent it to do. Forgiven you. Redeemed you. Promised life to you. In a few short moments, that word will deliver the very body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ to you. Let praise be on your lips to our God and Lord. Let songs of joy fill your mouths in thanksgiving to the one whose word achieves its purpose. The one whose word gives you purpose. The one whose word declares you to be children of God and heirs of all the promises 
that are yours today and for always. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Our service continues with the offertory on page 192. Would you please stand?